Hey, good morning, everybody. Oh, that was weak sauce. Good morning, everybody. Okay. Hey, I'm a, I'm a group participation preacher. That means, that means this. When you guys get involved, like if you start amening me, if you, uh, you give me a hallelujah, uh, I preach better and I preach quicker. But if I'm not getting that, I just go two and a half hours. So uh, help me out. Help me out this morning. Who just give me five minutes this morning? Anybody just give me five minutes? Raise your hand if you give me five minutes. Anybody? Just a few of you. Five, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35. Okay, we're good. I got 45 minutes. That's good. Uh, hey, um, my name is Matt. That, that is actually a picture of Camus up there. That's my home. No, it's not. We, we don't have big buildings like that. Uh, I'm just across the river, though. And uh, so glad uh, to be here uh, this morning with you guys. I love high schoolers. Who, who, who loves being a high schooler? Anybody? It's like the best. Some of you like, don't raise your hand. You're like, I hate it. Some of you, I just reminded you that school is coming. We're near the end of the summer. Can somebody say amen? Oh, I love it. So cool. Um, all right. Let's just all settle down. Oh, we're going to be in the book of Acts this morning. Acts uh, not Acts body spray, but Acts the book in the Bible, Acts chapter four, thirteen. Who wishes that your your neighbors weren't Acts right now? Anybody? No. no? Okay, good. Um, so cool. I like you. You guys are talkative. That's good. It's healthy. Look at Acts. Look at Acts. Um, my wife says hi. She can't be here this morning. She is super pregnant. Not just pregnant, but like super pregnant. She, uh, September 23rd, we're like a month out and uh, so fun. Um, and I'm from Camus. Sam already said that. I just love, I love Sam. Do you know you have one of the best youth pastors like on planet earth? Who loves Sam? Anybody love Sam? Anybody love Michelle? Anybody love Michelle Whitaker? So cool. Who loves your senior pastor? Who loves Pastor Randy? Anybody? Quality, top shelf people. You guys are, you guys are blessed. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm blessed. Whether you know it or not, you're blessed. Um, I like to travel. Anybody like to travel? Anybody like to get out, go do something? A couple years ago, I got to go down to uh, the, the Holy Land, the promised land, uh, Los Angeles, California. Uh, and uh, went down, uh, went down to a conference, went down to a conference called Hillsong Conference. And uh, has had a really good time there. Hillsong, uh, you know who Hillsong is? It's this church in Australia. Australia. And uh, they, they write like pretty much three quarters of the songs that every church sings on a Sunday morning. And uh, really good. Heard some of my favorite speakers. Heard Carl Lentz. Heard, uh, heard uh, Pastor uh, Judah Smith, who's uh, Justin Bieber's pastor. And uh, heard, uh, got to hear some good music with Hillsong. And Hillsong United. Hillsong Young and Free. And and wrote that last song we did, uh, Sinking Deep. And uh, it was really cool. And I, I'm the type of guy who does not like to wait in line. Anybody just like, do, do not like to wait in line? And they make you late, wait in this long line. And we're in L.A. At, uh, uh, right right where the Staples Center is. And, and we're going into Nokia Theater. And I don't know if you've ever been to this L.A. Live area. You go there and they have these uh, electric billboards, these, these, these big screens like this. just like all over the place, but like five times, ten times big, three times. I don't know how big it was. It was big. The building's got to be at least three times bigger than this. Zoolander, you guys are too young. Never mind. Um, <laughs> but we're standing there waiting in line, and, uh, and uh, 
this, this, this sign all of a sudden changes all around you. All you're surrounded. Like they have an advertisement for a new girl. They had advertisement for a new girl. And you're like, oh, new girls like surround you and, and all, these, all these signs. And suddenly uh, they had this, 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 uh, this advertisement that said, if you see something, say something that, that popped up. And I actually took a picture of it right there. Oh, shoot, there's my Instagram. You can follow me if you want. No big deal. Uh, <laughs> funny how the Lord works that out. But I saw this sign, if you see something, say something. And if you ever just like talk to somebody and they like over-spiritualize something that they see. Like, I saw a butterfly the other day. And it just told me that, told me that my next boyfriend, that, shut up. He's just going to be gentle. I'm like, shut up. Shut up. You're over-spiritualizing. But I saw this, I saw this sign and... I didn't want to over-spiritualize it, but the Holy Spirit just kind of hit me like a ton of bricks. And I didn't know what this meant. I looked it up later, and it's really talking, this is from Homeland Security. It's talking about terrorism. Like, if you see something, say something. Like, you see a package, and it's ticking. Like, say something. Like, don't, don't be that guy. Be like, we're good. No, we're not good. Say something. But I, I saw the sign in the moment. You know, I took a picture of it because it really impacted me. It just reminded me. That there's times that we need to be a bold witness for Jesus Christ. Can somebody say amen? There's times in our life where if we see something, we need to be bold enough to, to say something. And, uh, and I just, I just want to share with you guys a story out of the Bible. I don't even like to call them stories. I like to call them true accounts from the Bible. They're not just bedtime stories. They're, they're, they're actual true, uh, true accounts that happen uh, in, in the Bible. And I love them. Acts chapter 4. Uh, starting with verse 13. I'm going to give you a little, little uh, background here just leading up to it. I don't want to jump right in the middle of the story, but, but, but we're going to jump into the story. We're going to find uh, these two disciples of Jesus, uh, Peter and John. They, they've seen some crazy stuff in their day. They, they traveled with Jesus for three years while Jesus was here on earth. Uh, they, saw, they saw Jesus uh, uh, heal people. They saw uh, blind eyes open. They saw deaf ears open. They saw Jesus go to funerals and ruin funerals. You know what I mean? Jesus like, go to the funeral, go to the dead person. Like, hey, dead person, get up. And they get up. And everybody's like, ah, zombie. You're like, no, it's not the walking dead. We're good. And so they've seen all these amazing things happen. They even see Jesus get crucified on a cross and then be raised from the dead. And then uh, 40-something days later, they see Jesus, uh, like, jump and then just keep going. Like, Michael Jordan's status was amazing. He just kept going and uh, never came back. It was amazing. And Jesus like basically said, hey, peace out. You guys are in charge. Uh, get the Holy Spirit. And let's, let's get busy. Come on. And so here they are. They, they plant the first church ever in existence. And uh, they're on their way to the temple uh, to pray. It says every day they'd go to the temple. The time of prayer, 2 o'clock time to pray, go to the temple. And so here they are. They're walking the temple. Every day they walk past this, this, this crippled man uh, who, who is asking for, for some money. It's like, hey, you got a dollar? Hey, you got some money? Hey, can you help me out? You got McDonald's, Happy Meal, something? Like, help me. And, and every day they pass this guy. Every day they pass this guy. And, and one day they were just prompted just to stop. He's, he's holding his hand out. He's like, please, can you help me? Can I have some money? And, 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 and the, the, the story says that Peter and John uh, stopped. They look at the guy and said, hey, we don't have any money. Uh, we, don't, we don't have our debit card with it. We don't have any of that. He's like, I got a square. Can you swipe me? Like, no, we don't have any of that. But what we do have... We're going to give you, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And Peter grabs this guy by the hand. This guy's been crippled since birth. Every day he's there begging. Everybody in Jerusalem knows this guy. 
sitting right here on this street corner asking for money. Everybody knows him. And he says, in the name of Jesus Christ, and Nazareth will rise up and walk. The guy gets up. He starts, like, dude, my legs work. He, like, goes old school, like, starts doing the running man. You know, don't, don't ever do that. Um, but the guy goes nuts. He starts running and leaping and praising God, the Bible says. And he's following these guys to the temple. And I was saying, I'm healed. And, like, everybody's like, whoa. Everybody couldn't deny that this was a miraculous miracle at the hand of God. Like, this guy's been here forever, and now he's running around, like, just going crazy. Like, he's dabbing. He's, like, doing it all. He's doing, he's doing both the whip and the nay-nay. Like, he's, he's, like, everybody's like, whoa. And do you know what Peter and John's reward for? You think they would throw them a parade? You think they would, like, they would have, like, CNN come in and interview them? You know what I mean? You think they would, they, you think uh, NBC would come and bump Ryan Lochte aside and say, hey, we don't care about you and your, your story. We want to interview these guys right here. You think something like that would happen, but you know what the reward was? Jail. The big house. Prison. Not fun. They didn't have cable TV back then. They didn't have exercise facilities. It was just like a hole in the ground that they stuck you in. And they beat you and they didn't treat you very nice. And so here's our story. We, we pick up the story where now they're, they're having their trial. This is the trial. Everybody, everybody's watching on C-SPAN. Everybody's, everybody's trying to see what's going on with Peter and John here. Did this miracle and now, now they're, they're charged for, for, I don't know, doing miracles. And they said, we got we to stop this guy. These, these religious leaders are jealous. They, they're saying if, if people start following uh, this Jesus, we killed Jesus. And then he, people said he was raised from the dead. And then they said he just jumped and didn't come down. And this is crazy. And now these people are saying that they're doing things in the name of Jesus. We got to put an end to it. So here's, we're going to jump in right in the middle of their trial. This is Judge Judy status. Everybody understand? Is that important? Okay. Acts 4, uh, 13 through 20 says this. Says, then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, Rulers and elders of our people, are we being questioned today because we've done a good deed for a crippled man? Do you want to know how he was healed? Let me clearly state to all of you and to all the people of Israel that he was healed by the powerful name of Jesus Christ, the Nazarene. The man crucified, or the man you crucified, but whom God raised from the dead. For Jesus is the one referred to in the scriptures that says, The stone that you builders rejected have now become the cornerstone. Verse 12. There is salvation in no one else. God has given no other name under heaven by which we must be saved. You guys get here. This is a trial, and Peter starts preaching Jesus. He's like, hey, you all need to get saved, and here's how. You guys killed Jesus, but it's okay. He forgives you. He loves you. Let's go. So he starts preaching this, this message in the middle of the trial. In verse 13 says this, the members of the council were amazed when they saw the boldness. Everybody say boldness. When they saw the boldness of Peter and John, for they uh, could see that they were ordinary men with no special training in the scriptures. They also recognized them as men who had been with Jesus. Uh, but since they could see the, the man uh, who had been healed standing right there among them, uh, there was nothing the council could say. So they ordered Peter and John out of the council chambers and conferred among themselves. What should we do with these men, they asked each other. We can't deny that they have performed a miraculous sign, and everybody in Jerusalem knows about it. But to keep them from spreading the propaganda any further, we must warn them not to speak uh, to anyone in Jesus' name again. Verse 18. So they called the apostles back and commanded them never again to speak or teach in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John replied, Do you think that God wants us to obey you rather than him? We cannot stop telling about everything we have seen and heard. Let's pray real quick, can we? Lord, we thank you so much for your word. We thank you that your word is powerful. Lord, it's effective, Lord. 
Uh, it can transform our lives, Lord. So I pray this morning that your word would show us who we are, show us who you are, God, and show us who we can be in you. We thank you so much for who you are, for what you're doing, Lord, right here in this moment, this morning. We love you in Jesus' name. Everybody said amen. amen. Okay. We're going to, we're going to, I got, I got three things I'm going to have you write down this morning. Just three things in a couple scriptures and we're going to pray and we're going to, we're going to end and uh, it's going to be good uh, because Jesus is here. Who, who knows that Jesus is here this morning? Anybody? Come on. Now I got, I got, I got some points I'm going to have you write down and uh, I've, I've actually, each point has two different points. You can write either one down. One is the, uh, the, the kind of churchy, uh, religious, uh, uh, I don't even like to use religious, but it's kind of a church point. You know, it's, it's kind of like, okay, that's good. That's deep. I'm going to write this down. And the other one is uh, a song title or lyric from a song that was maybe popular three years ago that your mom just heard, and now she's driving her minivan singing it, okay? You guys got it? Everybody with me so far? Okay. Point number one, write this down. Uh, you're going to hear me roar. Uh, boldness follows time with Jesus. You're going to hear me roar. Boldness follows time with Jesus. Okay. Um, you got to get this picture here. These guys are in jail. They're in, they're in the big house. They're, they're now on trials, the trial of the century. Everybody's looking. Everybody's watching. Here's these religious leaders saying, what are we going to do? Like they, they couldn't refute that a man got healed because everybody knew that this guy right here was the, the, the lame, crippled beggar. And now here he is. He's in court with them standing there. I got the witness stand. I'm like, yep, I got healed. These guys healed me in the name of Jesus. And they're like, oh, man, what do we do? Dun, dun, dun. Like the big, the big turn there in the case. And everybody's like, man. So, so these religious leaders that get together, like, what are we going to do? Like, we got to figure this thing out. You know, and, and they started to look at these guys. And I love what it says uh, in verse 13. Can we get verse 13 back up on the screen? It says, the members of the council were amazed when they saw the boldness of Peter and John. For they could see that they were ordinary men with no special training in the scriptures. They also recognized them as men who had been with Jesus. Like, these guys are like, what is going on here? These guys are, are bold. We just know that they're ordinary men. We know that we, we've been, we've been to, to Peter's fishing shop and, and, and bought his fish. We know, we know that these guys are fishermen. Like, they, what, these are, they haven't been gone to Bible college. They haven't, they haven't taken a special class at the church. Like, these guys are ordinary men. But they're so bold, we don't get it. But then they recognize that these men had been with Jesus. There's something about being with Jesus. Jesus, when you see the good things that he does, when you see the, the amazing acts of, of, at the Lord's hand, they saw Jesus do th things for three years on earth. They saw some crazy miracles. They saw, they saw some amazing things. They saw him break, uh, take some Twinkies and some sardines and break it up and feed 5,000 people. They, 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 they saw him do some, some, some wonderful, amazing things, and like, they, got, they got a little bit of they got a little bit swag on them. They started walking around like, yeah, okay, we know. And we're, we're Christians and Jesus is with us and he's in our heart. We, we're we're going to be bold because we know who our God is. Can somebody say amen? amen. Like, like there's something about being bold that just kind of like puts a little pep in your step. That, that you know, I love, I love one of my favorite verses in the Bible is in Proverbs. Uh, Proverbs chapter 28 verse 1 says, The wicked run away when no one is chasing them, but the godly are as bold as lions. The wicked run away when no one is, is chasing them. You ever done that before? I remember when I started dating my wife, before we were married, she was an RA at Pacific Lutheran University, and I, I was courting her. I didn't date her. I courted her because I'm a man. 
Because uh, I know what I want. I want to get married one day. So I'm going to date somebody. I'm going to court somebody. Some of you guys better start writing some stuff down here. Uh, and so I remember uh, we, we were watching a movie. She wanted to watch a movie one night. I'm the, I'm the type of guy, I don't like scary stuff. Anybody with me? Like I'm watching Stranger Things right now on Netflix. I'm like, this is so good. So my wife's like, I got a movie that I want to watch. I've seen it before. Have you seen it before? I'm like, she told me the name of the movie. I'm like, no, I, 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 I haven't seen that movie. I don't want to see that movie. But I didn't say that because I'm a man. I said, of course, I haven't seen that movie. I'll watch it with you. It's a movie called Signs. Ever seen Signs before? Signs is this movie uh, about, about these aliens that come to Earth. And like the first half of the movie, you don't see the aliens at all. You just like see like little bits of pieces of You like see this leg sticking out of the cornfield. And you're like, oh, man. Run, Mel Gibson, Run. Why can't Phoenix get out of there, man? Like, I'm watching this, trying to, like, be a man. Watch this, like, oh, this is so good. It's such a good movie. And then, like, they, they, they have the, the video of, like, they show a kid's birthday party, like, and they're watching the TV, and, a, like, a news camera catches, like, and, and this, like, alien just, like, starts walking across the screen. I'm, like, freaking out and on the inside. I'm, like, oh. I'm trying to hold it together. You know, I'm just gripping the pillow on my couch. I'm, like, and then the time comes, the movie ends. Like, what do you think? I'm like, oh, it's amazing. It's such a good movie. It's such a good movie, man. I loved it. Drive her home uh, to, to PLU, to the campus that she works at, and, and take her through. Uh, it's, it's now nighttime. The moon is a full moon that night. And I take her through the campus. I drop her off at her door. I give her the appropriate, awkward Christian side hug. <laughs> Say good night. So we ain't married yet, you know what I mean? But now, now she has a baby in her belly, so um, you can connect the dots. Um, so I drop her off, and I start to now walk through the full moon. If you ever been to PLU campus, it's beautiful at nighttime. It's as creepy as all get up. I have these big, tall, like old buildings, and like these trees and shadows, and the moon's out. And I'm like, and so I start, I start doing the, I start doing the walk, you know, like you try to be tough. You start doing the walk. And then it starts to get faster. And then you're like, <laughs> and then you're just, he's got the full leg kick, you know. And, and like, it's a long way to my car. And so I'm, I call my best friend, Chad. And, and I, I'm like, Chad. And he's like, dude, you're out of breath. I'm like, yeah. He's like, what's wrong? I'm like, I just saw signs for the first time. He's like, oh, bro, let me walk you through it. It's good, you know. And I literally, I had him talk to me until I got to my car. You know, the, 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 the wicked run away when nobody's chasing them. There's no aliens after me. Not that I know of. And uh, I'm running. He said, I don't know, man. You probed your brain. Uh, but I'm, thank you. I'm just going to preach to you all day. You like my jokes. So good. But I'm, I'm running from nothing. You know, but the godly are as bold as lions. Do you ever watch, like, National Geographic? Or you ever watch, like, Animal, anybody like Animal Planet? Yeah. Anybody like those safari shows where, like, they're deep in the jungle, deep in, the, in, in, in like, the, the, the plains of Africa, and, and they have, like, a, a herd of uh, zebras. And zebras, they're in a herd, right? Okay, and so you got all these, you got all these employees from uh, Foot Locker, like in this herd, and they're, they're walking around. You'll get it later. They got black and white stripes. Um, it's like a boomerang joke. You throw it out, and we'll get you eventually. Um, so you got this herd of zebra, and then you got this lion. They got this lion that's just kind of in the bushes and in the weeds, just kind of like looking. And now, now here's, here's what, what usually doesn't happen. See, the, 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 lion, the lion always wants, he doesn't go after the fast, athletic Zebra, you understand the muscly one, the one that looks like 
like, like Michael Phelps, you know what I mean? The one that looks like LeBron James. Like, he's not after that guy because he knows he'll never catch that zebra. He, he, looks, he goes after the zebra that looks a little bit more, less like Sam and more like me. Can somebody say okay? <laughs> I don't know why you guys laughed. That was horrible. It's because I stand sideways. I look like the letter, letter S, but don't judge me, okay? But he's not after the athletic one. He's after the the slow kind of portly one. You know what I mean? And uh, he begins to look at him. And, and so, so I'm going to use, what's your name, bro? Nathan, I'm going to use you for example this morning. Is that okay? You're going to be the fat zebra this morning. Is that okay? This won't be a nickname that will stick. I promise you. I promise you. Okay. And so, so you be right there. And here's what the lion doesn't do. The lion doesn't come out of the bushes and like, like bypass the fast one. He's like, hey, what's up, LeBron? Nice to see you. Hey, bro. What's your name? Nathan the zebra, that's so cool. I'm Matt. I'm a lion. How you doing today? You been watching the Olympics? Yeah. That Ryan Lochte stuff's crazy, huh? So cool. Anyways, I'm just sitting here. I'm hungry today. And, you know, it looks like there's a lot of you to love. And uh, I was just wondering. I'm so, I'm so embarrassed. I don't even know how to ask. Like, can I just, like, I don't know, like, eat your shoulder or something like that? Would that be appropriate? Like, I know, I mean, I know it's crazy. I know it's crazy, you know. Oh, my goodness. We just met, and this is crazy. Here's my number. Call me late. No, uh, like, could I? Could I? He doesn't. No, the lion, the lion goes like this. The lion jumps out of the bushes. What's up, LeBron? And then he jumps from here without permission and jumps on the fat zebra and devours him without permission. You guys understand? And I feel like so, so, so often we as Christians are so apologetic and so like, 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 you know, you're supposed to tell somebody about Jesus and you're like, hey, how's, how's it, oh my goodness. <laughs> you got to go to the bathroom? No, no. Uh, do, you, do you know about, <sighs> like, why are you out of breath? I don't know. Uh, can I tell you about Jesus? No? Okay. You know, and then it's like. And we're so apologetic about, about being Christians and what God has done in our lives. And I want to let you know that the godly are as bold as lions. They're leaping. They're going after. They're, they're, not, they're not being the weird. Don't be weird. Don't get on your table at school. <laughs> Straighten up your tie. Hey, let me tell you about Jesus. Don't be that guy. But be bold enough to just have conversations with people. When, when you've seen God move in your life, be bold enough to tell somebody what's happening. Like when they ask you like, hey, what'd you do this summer? And you know you went to summer camp and things just blew up and like, and God read your mail and like he did some profound things in your life. You're like, um, well, you've seen Stranger Things on Netflix. I watched that a lot. I've been watching it. It was really good. You're like, tell somebody what Jesus did in your life. Can somebody say amen? Come on. The, the godly. So here's, here's Peter and John and everybody can look at them. They were bold because they spent time with Jesus. I want to let you know, like, like, I'm not feeling bold. If you begin to spend time with the Lord. When you, when you begin to spend time with Jesus, the spirit of Jesus, the Holy Spirit fills you and you become a bold witness for him. And this, this, is, like, this is what God has uh, for us as, as Christians. I'm going I'm to give you your second point. Go ahead and write this one down. Uh, blurred lines. Question mark. He'll read everything on the teleprompter. Uh, make a choice and take a stand. You guys know that one? Blurred lines. He's a good girl. No, you're not supposed to know it. As a test to see if you're a Christian or not. Most of you passed. Make a choice. Take a stand. You're like, Miley's not going to come out with, that one's Dick's son, it would be weird. Um, 
Make a choice. Take a stand. Uh, I, I like vacation. Anybody like vacation? Who likes, who likes summer vacation? Who wishes that summer vacation would just last forever? This side of the room, you guys like vacation? Sort of. No. We're like, we like school. Let's bring back school. School is cool. It rules. Makes me drool. That's, my, that's me rapping. It's really bad. I, I went on a summer vacation once with my wife. She surprised me. Uh, we were camping. That wasn't the surprise. I knew we were going camping. We went camping, but then she surprised me and said, hey, today we're going to do something you've never done before. I'm like, what's that? She's like, we're going to go whitewater rafting. I'm like, oh, that's so cool. Now, I'm not a big, like, I'm not a big water guy. I like water, but I'm not known to, like, I'm not doing the breaststroke for, you know, the Olympic record or anything like that. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm, an, I'm an average swimmer. And so... Um, I'm like, okay, white water rafting, that sounds fun. It's good. And I have this, this vision of what it is that you're inside this safe raft on these seats and you're good and we're going to splash around a little bit, get to the end. It'll be amazing, be a lot of fun. And we get there, we get, we get to the, the station where, they're, where, they're, uh, uh, where the rafting station is and then they drive us in this white van, uh, creepy, I know, uh, all the way down to the river and they get us, we get out of the river and we meet uh, the tour guide. His name is... Uh, Brian from Portland, because that's how we talk. You guys, you guys all met Brian from Portland. He's got a beard and a beanie. Anybody ever seen him before? It's like, you're looking for Brian from Portland. It's like looking for Weir's Waldo. It's really cool, because everybody looks like that when you go to Portland. And so, so he's got the beard and the beanie, and he's like, hey, I'm Brian from Portland. I'm your tour guide for today. I'm like, oh, hey, Brian. He's like, let me, let me show you the raft. And he's going to begin to explain to us what we're going to do. And, and on this tour, uh, this rafting tour, it's, it's myself, it's my wife. It's some random mom I've never met, and her uh, three middle schoolers. I think one was a daughter, and two were friends. And, and so uh, we, we, we uh, take a look at the raft. We get in the raft, and he begins to explain to us what we need to do. Now, I thought we'd be sitting in the raft, but if you've ever been whitewater rafting, you don't just sit. You kind of sit in it, but you're like one cheek in it over the thing. You know what I mean? So you can, so you can row. And he begins to explain to us what we're going to do. I'm like, oh, I didn't sign up for that, but that's okay. And so... Uh, and so we're, 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 he's showing us what to do. And he's like, okay, now I'm going to need a row captain. I'm like, what's a row captain? That sounds dumb. And some of the, one of the middle school girls like, I'll be the row captain. He's like, great. Your job is to sit at the front of the boat and tell us to row, row, row. And when she says row, we all row. I'm like, I should have been the row captain. This is dumb. <laughs> and so here, you know, he says, now every time we get to a rapid, we need to row. We need to row through the rapid, Okay. And so now here's this middle school girl bossing us around. I'm in, I'm in the boat. Row, 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 row. I'm like, yeah, hey, we're rowing. Thanks, little girl. This is so good. And uh, we're going through the rapids. I'm actually having a good time. We're getting a little bit wet, but it's fine. And all of a sudden, Brian, the tour guide, uh, takes, takes the boat. And he steers it to some shallow water, and he gets out, and then he becomes uh, intense. I'm like, I thought he already was intense, but now he's, like, really intense. He's like, I need everybody to look me in the eyes right now. Everybody, like, listen up. I need you to listen up. I'm like, you're just touching my face. Get it. Just hold on. Here we are. We are now the part of the river that we call the hole. I'm like, oh, that sounds wonderful. Right? He's like, here's what's going to happen. When we get to the hole, we're going to have some choices to make. He's like, we can go around the hole very safe. We can hit the side of the hole and we'll have a little bit of fun. Or we can drop straight down into the hole. And if we do, there's a 50-50 chance that we'll all fall out of the boat. That's a pretty easy choice, Brian. He's like, well, let's take a vote. And so, so uh, he's like, who wants to uh, 
go around the hole. All three adults, me and my wife, this random mom, around the hole. Who wants to drop into the hole? We want to drop into the hole, three middle school girls. He's like, well, it's a tie, but I'm going to side with the wisdom of the adults. We'll go around the hole. And so middle school girls, um, they have a superpower. Now, some of you used to be middle school girls and used to be, and you know, and it's now faded, thank the Lord. Uh, but they have this power to cry on command. Have you ever seen it? How many, how many high, high school boys glad you're out of high school? You don't have to witness that anymore unless you have a little sister. I'm so sorry. They're like, but we wanted to go into the hole. And then their voice kind of disappeared, but they're still crying. You heard dogs howl in the background. You're like, and my youth pastor heart is just broken. I'm like, oh man, they're great. You're like, what? What? So finally, I'm like, Brian, I want to change my vote. I want to go into the hole. Yay! My wife's like, sleeping on the couch when we get home. This random mom's like, I'm like, okay. It's all worth it for young people. Oh my goodness. And so he's like, all right. Well, here's how I said, row, row, row. Through the rapids, we're like, uh-huh. He's like, when we get to the hole, here's why you don't row anymore. I'm like, okay, what do we do? He's like, you take your, your oars, you put them inside the boat. I want you to grab those handles right there. I'm like, we had handles the whole time, Brian. <laughs> Information would have been useful yesterday. So he's like, but grab that, hold on, put your head down, close your eyes, and just, just hold on for dear life. I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> like, this is crazy. So I'm like, I'm going to do it, though, okay? This is the art of YOLOing. I know it's dead, but I'm bringing it back, okay? And so we're in the boat. We're going, row, 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 row. And all of a sudden, he goes, he, now, now, I asked him before we got to hold. I'm like, Brian, because he says, if anybody falls out, we just want to grab them, get in the boat you know, as quick as we can, and nobody drowns today. I'm like, oh, it's good. And I'm like, then what happens if you fall out of the boat? And he's like, I don't know. This <laughs> is really, I guess... Get me back in the boat. I'm like, okay, it's a good plan, Brian. And so, row, row, row. All of a sudden, he goes, all right, everybody, hold on. We get the oars in. I grab the handles. I put my head down, shut my eyes. Oh, baby Jesus, 12 pounds, 6 ounces. Please help me. I don't know if he was 12 pounds. I would have been a big baby. Um, but all of a sudden, you know, I'm going straight down, and then I feel myself going straight up, and I feel myself covered with water. And I open my eyes now, and I'm looking directly at the sun who was above us, and our hands and our feet are entwined like in a spaghetti ball of people. <laughs> but then I hear, help. <laughs> I'm like, what? Here's what happened. We went, we went straight down, and they went straight up. The row captain at the front, that light little middle school girl, catapulted. From the front of the boat to the back of the boat, bounce off my wife's face. She had like a road rash on her face. It was crazy. Uh, bounces off her face, hits Brian the tour guide, and they both go tumbling into the water. Part of me was like, good. But the other part of me realized now I was the only man in the boat. I became, at that moment, the captain. 
And so I tell them, okay, here we go. We're going to roll. We're going to get over there. So I, I, we get close to him. Brian's like, grab the girl first. I'm like, no, duh, Brian, the tour guide from Portland. Stupid. It's not my first rodeo. I grab the girl. I get her in the boat. Uh, then I get Brian. We're all saved. It's amazing. We finish the tour. We get to the end. And uh, we, we get in the van. We're starting to drive. And uh, he has the van driver stop. And we're, now we're looking over the river. He's like, I want to look over the river. Look at this. That's where the hole is. And he's, he's talking to the driver. He's like, now we, we could have gone around the hole. We could have hit the side of the hole. But we didn't. We chose death. And I'm like, yeah, we did. But here's the deal. You all have choices to make in life. You all have choices. And here's Peter and John. They're standing here. They're standing here, and here's their choice. The, the, the Sanhedrin, the, the religious leaders, look at them and say, you guys can stay in jail forever, or you can just never talk about Jesus ever again. And they had some choices to make. They say, okay, do we stay in jail? Do we be a bold witness for Jesus? Or can we just lie to them and say, be like, hey, we'll never talk about him again, and just be like super secret Christians, like, hey, Jesus, girls, tell anybody. You know, so we got some choices to make. I'm going I'm to invite the band to come up. Um, we're going we're gonna to close things out here. Just as we're, we're writing down this, this, third, this third point, um, we can't stop. If you see something, say something. You guys remember that old Miley Cyrus song, Hannah Montana? We can't stop. We won't stop. You guys know. We like to party. Dancing with Molly. They really, literally talking about Molly. <laughs> but here, here's, here's the great thing about this story. They give them a choice. They have a choice to make. Like, what, what's the choice? They, they need an answer now. Don't sleep on it. Don't pray. I need an answer now. Stay in jail or get let out, but you can't talk about Jesus anymore. Peter and John just made the decision that they knew. It, was, it wasn't even a decision that I don't think they could have even, even made consciously just it just comes out of their mouth. There's something, something happened uh, when, when, when there's some momentum in your life. You know what momentum is? You guys taking science in middle school, I hope. Like momentum, when you're moving forward, you just can't hit the brake and just stop. There's just, you keep going. I remember, I remember when I was, uh, you guys can just start playing anytime if you want. You're way good. I remember uh, when I, I used to work out 5 a.m. every morning, as you can tell, in the YMCA with my friend Michael. We'd go 5, 5 a.m. every morning. We'd lift. We'd run. We'd talk. We'd have a good time. And uh, I remember uh, one uh, February morning, we're coming out of the YMCA, Mel Corm YMCA in Puyallup, Washington. And uh, we, we, we walk out of the gym. We're just, like, feeling ripped. It's really good. And all of a sudden, we look at the down the parking lot right off of the, the sidewalk. There's a curb. And then on the parking lot, there's a lady laying on her back going, help, help. And, like, we just look, you ever have a mental connection with somebody? You just look at them and we know what you're thinking. We're like, go time. And we just both didn't even talk to each other, but we just started sprinting as fast as we could towards this lady. Like, muscles. Like, it was great. It was awesome. I was like Usain Bolt on steroids and a Red Bull. It was awesome. So I'm just, we're just both sprinting towards this lady. We're superheroes. We're going to help her out. And, and then suddenly, like, just before I get to the lady where the curb is, I, I had this, like, this thought in my head, I'm like, what caused this lady to fall on the ground on her back? And, and before I could answer that question, I hit the black ice. Both of us did that were right in front of us. And I could not stop for the life of me. Just hit it, and I'm like, I got to stop, but I couldn't. And at that moment, 
uh, I remember being completely parallel with the ground, but looking up at the sky, uh, floating in the air for a, a second or two, and then, boom, landing flat on my back next to my friend Michael. He's right next to the lady, and the lady looked at us, and she says, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're sorry, lady. Come on. But there's something about just the momentum that we couldn't. Hey, what's your decision? Are you gonna? Are you gonna? Are you gonna stay here in jail? Or are you gonna just shut up about Jesus and, and just like there was some momentum in Peter and John's life. They they they've seen too much. You guys understand? Like they they've seen too much. Like we can't stop talking about all the things that we've seen and heard. We had, uh, uh, Acts chapter fourteen verse verse nineteen. We'll get up on the screen here real quick. This is a life verse. This is powerful. Uh, it, it says this. Peter and John replied, "Do you think?" God wants us to obey you rather than him. We cannot stop telling about everything we have seen and heard. Miley Cyrus ripped that right out of the Bible. Hannah Montana. We can't stop. Basically, translation is this. If, we, if you see something, say something. Like they sing too much. They saw Jesus do way too much. They saw God move in their lives. They saw people get raised from the dead. They, they, they just went and prayed for a, a lame beggar and suddenly he could walk. He was crippled from birth and now he could walk. If you see something, say something. Come on, some of you, God moved in your life this summer at summer camp. I want to let you know right now, if you see something, say something. Come on, I was just at a camp where, where we prayed for, for a little boy. I remember him a year ago, he was crippled. And I remember having a conversation with him when I was a middle school speaker. Now I'm at the high school camp. He's a freshman. And right there in the middle of, of the fourth night at camp, suddenly his leg straightens out. And he was able to start running back and forth. If you see something, say something. Come on, I remember summer camp the year before. There was a girl that came. She was blind in one eye. Her legs, and this is a true story, they, they, cover, they, they, they feature this in Foursquare's National uh, Magazine. That she, she was crippled in her legs where, where she had a condition where she couldn't put her feet flat. And it was very painful for her to walk. She had no muscle mass in her arm and she couldn't move her hand. It was not even in the service, it was a pre-service prayer. All these students gathered around her, started praying for her. Like suddenly her, her, her feet went down, her legs were strengthened, and she could move her legs. Suddenly her, her blind eye opened up. While they were holding her arm, muscle began to grow underneath her hands. And, and suddenly she began to go like this and was able to grip her hand. And, and that night they, they made a big aisle way and she was running up and down, jumping and leaping and praising God. I want to tell you right now, if you see something, say something. I want you to know, we were talking about how my wife is super pregnant. We tried for five years to have a baby, and we were pretty much told, like, I don't think it's going to happen. I remember being at, at, a, at a summer camp uh, about a year ago, and, and this guy named Trevor, a pastor, came to me, and I was, I was leading this pre-service prayer. And he came to me, he's like, hey, I'm not the guy to do this, but I just had, like, this vision of you standing there, and, and you were holding a baby boy. Does that mean anything to you? Yes. I'm crying. I remember January, my wife's holding this stick that she peed on in front of my face, saying, we're pregnant. Come on, that's God. If you see something, say something. Amen. Now, I want to let you know, it's easy to stand here with a microphone. It's easy to sit in that seat and clap and say, yeah, woo. But it's totally different once you walk out the doors of this church. I want to let you know, be bold. Don't just... Just let that momentum take over you. Let the Holy Spirit take hold and say, you know what? 
I'm going to be a bold witness for Jesus. When I get, even when I get out of school, when I get to college and that professor tries to talk me out of my salvation, no, 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 no. If I see something, I'm going to say something. When my friends say, hey, you want to go to this party time? No, 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 no. If I see something, I'm going to say something. You're beginning to witness to people. You're not going to be able to shut up. You're going to let people know about the goodness of God. Can somebody say amen? I'm out of time, so here's what I want to do. I want us all just bow our heads and close our eyes. If you're here this morning and say, you know what? I don't even know this Jesus. Man, this is, this is the, the start of your testimony today. You say, I, 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 you're, you're talking about Jesus dying on the cross and forgiving us our sins. And, and these disciples were really excited. And I've just never really experienced that. I, I, here's what I'm going to ask you. I'm not going to ask you to, to join a church. I'm going to ask you to join a Bible club or a Bible study. What I'm going to ask you, if you want to uh, start a relationship with Jesus, you want to be forgiven of your sins. We've all started there. That's where that's the journey of, of our relationship with Jesus is saying, you know what, Jesus, would you forgive me? I just want to start walking with you. If you're here just with every eye uh, closed, every head bowed. If you want to start a relationship with Jesus today, you want to, you want to be forgiven of your sins, uh, just on the count of three, just in this private moment, can you just lift your hand uh, just so I can see it? And we're going to say a quick word of prayer. Here we go. One, two, three. That's so cool. That's awesome. Yep, I see you. I see you. Anybody else? It's fantastic. Number two is this. You say, you know what? I've, I've been praying just about being bold. And I, I, I want to go I want to go this school year just all out. Like, I want to go gangbusters. I want to go 100%. Uh, and and, and I, I always make this decision. And sometimes I just feel like I fall short in my witness, the way I live my life, the things that I say. And if you're here this morning saying, you know what? I just want to be a bold witness for Jesus. The things that I've seen him do, I want to start talking about. And I want to be... Uh, uh, an impact on, on my school this this fall. If that's you, just on the count of three, can you just slip your hand up? Here we go. One, two, three. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. That's so cool. It's a great choice. Put your hands down. Can we just do this? Can we just stand up together? Uh, I just want you guys to repeat this prayer after me. We pray together. Say, Dear Jesus, thank you so much. Oh, come on. Let's pray like we're bold lions. Say, Dear Jesus, Thank you so much that you are forgiving me of my sins, that you're giving me a divine do-over, a brand new start. Sit on the throne of my heart today, and I choose to live for you all the days of my life. Now just let me pray over you. Lord, I just pray right now in the name of Jesus for your Holy Spirit to fall. Lord, to fill up these, these, these young, hungry high school students, God. Lord, that they would leave this place, Lord, bold for you, Lord. That they would leave this place, God, uh, much like Peter and John, God, who just saw too much, Lord. And they couldn't shut up about it. Lord, I pray, Lord, uh, let them continually see, God, the good things that you're doing in their lives. The good things that you're doing in their family. The good things that you're doing in this church, Lord. And I pray, God, that when they leave this place, Lord, God, that boldness would overtake them, Lord. That, that they begin to tell the, 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 the barista at Starbucks, Lord. They begin to, to, to share, Lord, their faith, God, Lord, at, at, at Safeway, Lord. They, they, they begin to go, Lord, to Timber Games, God. God, Lord, and, and just uh, begin to talk to the person next to me. Lord, I pray, God, Lord, that something would overtake them, Lord, that would cause them, God, Lord, to be bold for you, Lord. I thank you, God, Lord, right now for doing something amazing in this moment in their lives, Lord, that would propel them, God, Lord, to their calling, that would propel them, God, Lord, to go out, Lord, and reach this world for you. Lord, and it starts right here, God, in Beaverton. We thank you so much. We love you. We praise you. In Jesus' name. Everybody said, come on, can we applaud the Lord and sing this song together?